this is the shrine. They call it the shrine of the book. We're in this circular shrine, which is the lid of, represents the lid of one of the jars in which the scrolls were found. And we're walking around the inside of the lid, looking at different displays of, of scrolls. Right. So there are displays uh, all the way around the circumference of, uh, of the shrine. We're looking at, obviously, in the middle, as I mentioned before, is what, what appears to be a giant Torah scroll handle. Up there is a replica of the entire Isaiah scroll from, from the first cave. Mm -hmm. What we have here is an actual fragment that until recently wasn't even on display. This is an actual fragment of the Isaiah scroll. It's not a replica. Um, the reason they don't have the whole thing on display is, you know, they're worried that someone will walk in with a bomb or something, which, you know, this is Israel after all. Mm -hmm. And so they have it hidden away in the safe. But thankfully, they've now put a piece of it on display. And what we have here is essentially three um, pieces. And you see they're woven together with um, sinews. And um, this is from the book of Isaiah. And, and that's actually the only complete biblical book that was discovered at Qumran is the book of Isaiah. Mm -hmm. All the other biblical books were fragments. Some of them were large fragments, but they were, you know, or multiple fragments. Like Psalms, they found, like, I don't know the exact number, but like a dozen fragments, a dozen different copies. Mm -hmm. um, but none of those were complete. Whereas this Isaiah scroll from Qumran, and it's actually more specifically Isaiah scroll A, was complete. Isaiah scroll B was incomplete. Oh, and this is really interesting over here. Look in the second column. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom. It says in the text, Ko Amar Yehovah, thus says Yehovah. And someone wrote over the word Yehovah, Adonai. Over it. Look at it, look at it. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines from the bottom. Do you see the fourth word from the right where it says yud heh And you see has another word written directly above it. And that word, the word in the text is Yehovah, and the word above the text is Adonai. So now we're going up the stairs, right? And we're going up the stairs to the giant uh, Torah scroll handle, and all around opened up is now this is the, the book of the, the full book of this Isaiah. This is the full book of Isaiah, and of course, this is a photograph, it's a replica. Uh, there was a piece down um, at the inside of the jar there in that circle we went around that had the whole thing. But what's interesting is they've, they've, it's, it's a one to one replica. This is the actual size of it, and they've spread it out. And if we walk all around this um, little chamber, we're going to be going through the entire book of Isaiah. And what's interesting is you can see the pieces. Um, so we have here, for example, the first section is three columns, but it's one piece, one mm -hmm. piece of leather. Mm -hmm. And that's sewn to the next piece of leather. And there's this great description in the book of Jeremiah where they bring the book of Jeremiah and they read it. Uh, re they read Jeremiah's prophecies before the king before um, the king of Israel, the king of Judah at that time, and he was, you know, king, I believe it was Zedekiah, and he was very hostile to Jeremiah's message, because Jeremiah was saying, surrender to the Babylonians, and the other prophets were saying, oh, you don't need to surrender, just trust us, there'll be peace, 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 and that's one of the messages, they were saying peace, and there was no peace, there was no peace yeah. and um, <clears throat> anyway, so they're bringing this book before the king, and it says how they would read a column or two or three columns, and they'd take a razor and they'd cut it off and throw it into the fire. And they'd read another section and cut it off and throw it into the fire. And, and that was a scroll like this. So, yeah. Nehemiah, this <clears throat> scroll is, um, from what I remember, is older than the scroll that, at the time it was found, it, this is older than the scroll that they had. When they compared the two scrolls of Isaiah, what was the difference? Oh, so that's the interesting thing. The two scrolls are, are virtually identical. What's interesting is the differences there are some significant differences and the differences are in spelling and what they found in the Masoretic text that's a text used by Jews throughout the world today um, 
that in the Masoretic text you have what are called archaic spellings. They're spellings that go back to the first temple period. And they've compared that to actually inscriptions they found. And, and it's almost identical to that type of writing. Here what we find is a very, um, uh, almost like a modernized form of writing. And it was the type of speech and writing that they had in second temple times. And scholars have compared the Dead Sea Scrolls, or specifically this, type, this category of Dead Sea Scrolls, because there are two categories, to um, the... And, Comparing that to the to the Jewish Bible today, the Masoretic text, they say the Masoretic text is more is very much like the King James version. It was a very formal style and it was archaic, and they and they um, meaning it was old an old style. It sounded old, and they copied that old style even though it sounded old and weird to them. What the people who wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls did is they came along and they said, well, you know. We're going to copy the text the way it is, but if something sounds really old and if it's a thou or a thee, we're going to change it to a, a you and a you know and, uh, and that type of thing. And so there's some modernizing that takes place in, in the uh, in this one Q Isaiah A in the first Isaiah scroll. And so a really interesting example is there is this word in Isaiah, which is yahelu, which means they will shed light, and it's it's a very rare word. It appears actually only in that place in the entire Bible. And uh, there's a related word that appears elsewhere, but it, that as a verb, that form only appears here in the entire Bible in the book of Isaiah. Well, in this Isaiah scroll, they replace that with the word Yairu, which is the modern, more common word. And I say modern, I mean 2,000 years ago. <laughs> it was the modern at the time word that was used. And the thing is in the Aleppo Codex uh, and the Masoretic text, the Jewish Bible that's used today, we have the archaic form. So it's really interesting. The Masoretic text is a thousand years later physically than the Dead Sea Scrolls, but it preserves an earlier form of the text. Now what's interesting is they found a second category of scrolls, um, which are called uh, proto-Masoretic texts. And there, not only are they identical to the, to the Bible that the Jews use today, but in some places where there were differences, somebody came along and corrected them and fixed them to match the Aleppo Codex and, and the Masoretic text. And when I, when I say someone came along, I mean 2,000 years ago, mm. meaning it was written by a scribe, and then a second scribe who was a proofreader came along and fixed the text to be according to an official version. Mm -hmm. And what that shows is the text was fixed already back then 2,000 years ago. Now, now, can I bring in something controversial for the readers? Okay. For the listeners. For the listeners, <laughs> yeah. So let's try to find... Now, I know this is something that's been discussed a lot. Maybe we should edit this out. But, you know, one of the things that's been discussed a lot is Isaiah 7.14. Right? Isn't it 7.14? It's the... Uh, the virgin. The virgin birth, right? Right. So in the Greek text, we have the word parthenos, which um, is actually an ambiguous word. Parthenos, like the Parthenon in Greece, mm. in Athens, the Parthenon was the temple of the virgin. What virgin? Well, in Greece, it was the temple of the virgin Athena. Um, you know, Athens Athena. She was one of the goddesses. But Parthenos can also mean a young woman. It's, it's ambiguous. It can have either meaning. Um, and in fact, the Hebrew word Alma is also ambiguous. It can mean a virgin or not a virgin. It just means a young girl. Whether she's a virgin or not, well, you've got to check for that. Um, whereas he, both, you know, Hebrew has a very specific word, betula, which is virgin. And that's not the word that appears in Isaiah 7.14. Now, this scroll was written around 200 B.C. And one of the accusations I've heard from some people, some of the, some of the messies, to be honest with you, one of the words I've heard, one of the, one of the claims I've heard from some, some people on the Christian side is the Jews changed the text and originally it said virgin. You know, I've heard that a lot. And so let's see the Isaiah scroll, 200 B.C., if it says, Betula, virgin, or Alma, young woman, which maybe a virgin may not be. Um, let's check. Let's check. 